that's my mantra. I tell people, and actually the other day I was talking to somebody that's kind of going through a hard time where they've been going through a lot of no's for a really long mm-hmm. time. And I know that feeling and it's that like crossroads where it's, do I quit? Do I keep going? What do yeah. I do? And the mantra I always keep for myself is, well, there's two is all it takes is one. You don't need every door to open. All you need is one. But also if you just keep going, the right doors will open inevitably. If you stop, they can't open at all. So just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to sit down and chat with me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jennifer. I'm super excited about this. Me too. So I'm going to do something new today. I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. This is so awkward a little (laughs) bit just because you, you know, it's always weird. Like when you're so used to being behind the scenes of like, yeah, yeah, let me just tell you everything that I've done. (laughs) Um, So I'm Ashley Drummonds. I have a brand called abs. And the main thing that I do is I have a product line. That's a high protein, low carb, all natural pancake and waffle mix. And I started out, it was called abs wellness. So I've been in the fitness industry for about 15 years now, but I've done a lot of TV stuff as a fitness and nutrition expert. I've done a lot of stuff on podcasts talking about it. But then also in 2016, I'm one of the ABC Shark Tank entrepreneurs. So amazing. Yeah. So my product got on there and I've been on that journey doing all kinds of fun things with Shark Tank, but then HSN and Zulily and everything that comes with the whole experience. So my whole brand is all about from the food perspective, really just revolutionizing the nutrition industry because there's so, there's so many rules that I feel like don't need to be there around Mm -hmm. what you can and can't eat. And being a female, I love food. I love baking. And when I had first gotten in the fitness industry, the hardest thing that I had was when it came to diets. And I know, you know, this, like the low carb diets, the low sugar, low calorie, first thing to go was chocolate, sweets, anything that had sugar in it. So that's what my brand is about is helping people be able to hit their nutrition and macro goals while being able to still have pancakes and waffles and sweets as well. So that's the short I version. <laughs> love that. I love that. I'm a firm believer of not cutting out any food group. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Love that so much. And, and this pot, we talked a little bit before we hopped on here, but this podcast is about people finding their strong and it usually, uh, you know, starts with fitness and it's usually also, you know, there's some struggle in there because we all know that life is 
never perfect. Right. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, finding your strength through fitness and lifting weights and prioritizing yourself and your health leads to so many other cool things. It's like a trickle down effect. Right. Mm -hmm. And in your case, it led to this big idea that turned into a successful company, your abs, protein pancakes, which we'll get into more detail a little bit later, but I'm a firm believer that behind every successful company, there's or even brand, there's always a person with a story. And I want to know like why you got into fitness and how you found your love for lifting. Cause if you go onto your Instagram account, it's all about lifting. Like I love it. I love watching (laughs) your lifts. How did, how did you start? Yeah. So there is definitely a story and I do believe that lifting is so important. And I usually, when I tell the story, um, it kind of encompasses the fact that I found myself in the gym. I found like my true self, the true strength, what I'm really capable of. And to go way back, I had always been an athlete, but one of the things as an athlete, you know, when you get out of high school, there's kind of that weird time where you don't have sports to turn to as an outlet. You don't have the teammates and the friends to rely on for that. But I also just kind of felt like I had lost a part of myself. So I was really struggling with insecurities and my body image and just feeling good about who I was. But like my early twenties were just such a hard time that I ended up getting in like a really bad relationship that turned into a marriage. And like went down just the wrong career path, went down the wrong friend path. And I had this turning point one day where I was struggling with anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And like, it just felt like my whole world was caving in on me. And one day I just like could not take it anymore and left all of it. I mean, I got a divorce. I left my job. I lost my house, all my money left all my friends and family. And I moved away to Virginia for a few months because it's one of those things where like when you're totally lost, trying to find yourself, you have to actually go get lost like somewhere new. Remove yourself completely. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to be somewhere where people can't remind you of an old version that you're trying to outgrow. Mm. Um, And I didn't know I was doing this like in my twenties, it was just, you know, intuition was like, I got to get out of here. I need to do something else. And I got up to Virginia, not knowing anybody or anything. And I always tell this story to people because at the time I had a bachelor's degree, graduated with high honors in business. Like I had a really great resume. I couldn't even get hired as a host at Olive Garden. Like I couldn't get anything. So it was a really rock bottom time for me. And I was sitting in this house one day that I was renting a room from these girls that I didn't know. I, met, I would never do this today. I met them on Craigslist, like sight unseen. It was like, this will work. What we did uh, in our 20s. <laughs> right. This will work for me. No um, fear. Yeah. Now I'm like, what was I thinking? Thank God nothing <laughs> happened. But in that place, I had, I mean, nothing to occupy my time. And the only thing was the school that I had graduated from, they gave free gym memberships to students. So I didn't have money. I had nothing else to do. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, I'll just go figure this lifting thing out. And I was watching YouTube videos, this girl who I don't even think she's got a YouTube anymore, but was talking about like upper body strength training, a lower body. And I started going completely clueless of what I was doing, but something started to happen where the more I was lifting slowly, but surely over time, I felt like I was like getting a little bit of my confidence back. And Mm -hmm. I felt emotionally and mentally stronger of like, okay, I don't totally know what I'm doing with my life from this point, but I'm building the belief that I will know. And I I'm building that like resiliency and strength that I felt like I totally lost. 
And literally within like six months, it was a total turnaround. I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a personal trainer. I'm going to lift four to five days a week. I want to share with other people how strength training can really transform their lives. And that going to the gym totally pulled me out of that dark space that I just became so passionate about wanting to share something that's essentially Mm -hmm. free Mm -hmm. with other people. So that's what got me into fitness. And then once I just started lifting, I got hooked. (laughs) Nothing makes me feel more confident and more empowered than being able to lift and strengthen my body and walk into a gym confidently, knowing exactly what to do. Like it's therapy for me. Yep. So I love that. Yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And even now my close friends and family, they joke because if there's like, if I'm going through a really hard time, I'll go to the gym. And if they know I'm at the gym, they're like, oh, she's good. Don't mess with her while she's there. Like, (laughs) don't call her. (laughs) Yeah. She's not going to respond to you. Like just give her her space. And every single time, like as soon as I'm done, I'm like, okay, what do we got to deal with today? Like, what are the problems? Like now I'm in the headspace that I have the confidence that I can get through this. So Yeah, that's really like what started my journey is just trying to find myself and lifting is what did it for me. Yeah, it's like setting those like at the beginning, it's setting those little goals for yourself, achieving them and then that builds your confidence over time. Like, yeah, and then it just translates into everything. It's so amazing. And people looking on the outside that have no idea about lifting or going to the gym, they're probably just like, this sounds crazy, but it's true. When it starts with yourself and you're consistent and you're true to yourself, that's what helps with everything else in your life. Oh yeah. Well, I even tell like a lot of women because they're so intimidated by lifting Mm -hmm. and they call it the guy side of the gym. They're like, I don't even know what to do with any of that equipment. And I'm like, you walk in there, like, you know what to do. You'll figure it out. But the most important thing is like a lot of the things that hold us back in life are all our mental limitations and beliefs. And I try to explain it as like, if you can see it as like this one small victory in your lift, it conditions your mind that you're slowly overcoming things and it builds Mm -hmm. that confidence. Like it's not about like tomorrow you got to lift 500 pounds or whatever. It's about like the stuff you're doing mentally. That's boosting your confidence of like, all right, today I did a 20 minute workout check. What else can I do today? Like that's the main thing behind it. It's less about the aesthetics than anything. Yeah, totally agree. And how, like how long, just trying to think about your timeline here. So you started, mm-hmm. you became a trainer. Mm-hmm. And then when was this like idea that came about like this, the, the abs idea, the protein pancake idea, how did this come about? Yeah. So I started as a trainer in 2009 mm-hmm. and I did it. I mean, I got my first job in Tampa and I thought I <laughs> joke cause it was like 20 bucks an hour as a trainer, but at 20 years old, you're like, oh my God, $20 an hour. I am so rich, (laughs) but I did it. And like, as anybody who's ever worked in the fitness industry training in like a big box gym is less about the client and more about the sales. Yeah. So I had gotten really discouraged. Um, and about six months later, I'm like, all right, I still like, I'm still very passionate about helping people with this, but I'm not concerned about hitting numbers and quotas every single month. So six months later, I just made again, Craigslist. (laughs) I made a post on Craigslist, not a clue of anything about business or training people or anything like that. And I was just like personal training, 35 bucks an hour. I'll train you at a park or wherever. And I got one girl that responded and signed up with me. And that was all I needed. And I quit the gym. Yeah. I was like, I can do this easier than a gym because now I'm just selling myself instead of like these, here's our six month package and our nine month package. Yeah. 
Um, so much pressure. I, I did the same thing. It was, it, it was legit crazy. Yeah. 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 But it did teach me a lot and what I didn't want to do. <laughs> well, exactly. And like, sometimes pain is the greatest teacher. I'm mm-hmm, like, all right, mm-hmm. not what I need. Um, I did that for probably 2009 till about 2013, 14. And I always call like, we have years of growth. I started going through that around 2013. I was getting into fitness business masterminds. I was working yeah. with different business coaches because mm-hmm. I saw the long-term goal and it wasn't where I was going to be. It was like, all right, so what am I going to do? Train for 40 hours a week. And then that's it. I hit a training hours for dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, and I have no intention on opening a gym and hiring a bunch of trainers. So I'm very big into meditation and like visualization. So I remember every morning, my first client was at six and I would get up at five and from like five to five 15, I just had my journal my coffee and like a little candle. And I set the intention of like, all right, I know that there's something bigger I can do that still helps people in the fitness and nutrition industry, but it allows me to expand and impact more lives than just my Mm -hmm. local community. Um, And I sat with that every single day for so many weeks, getting so frustrated. It's that feeling when like you, you know, something's there, but like you can't quite access it. And I just kept sitting with it and sitting with it. And then beginning of 2014, I was like, God, like I know I can feel it. I feel the ideas there. There's something, but it's the hard thing is, is when you've been doing things one way. And so like, for example, if my mind was stuck on figuring it out through training, that's why I couldn't figure it out because I'm like, I don't see how this is going to fit. Well, because it was never about training to begin with. Um, but that morning, I remember I woke up and I'm like making my protein pancakes for breakfast. And it was a recipe that I had created because at the time there were no protein pancake mixes on the market. The ones, the recipes that were online tasted like the best description I can give you is like a kitchen sponge. Cardboard. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like that spongy texture. Mm-hmm, like rubbery. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is terrible. This isn't working for me. But so I had already had the recipe. I just never put the idea to it. And I was mixing it up one day and I just had one of those light bulb moments. Like as I'm mixing it, I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if people package this and turn it into a product line, if I could do anything with it. And I always like to marinate with ideas a little bit before Mm -hmm. I take off. Like, all right, let me let this sit. If it's still here next week, then I'll run with it because ideas happen all the time. And I started talking about it, which we can get into this a little bit later. I believe like there's a process to like bringing an idea to life. Mm -hmm. I started talking about it, just feeling it out with people and my clients, they started asking me like, Hey, what? I cannot eat any more egg whites and I can't eat any more chicken. What do you eat for breakfast? And I gave it to them in little Ziploc bags. I would make a single serving. And I did that for a while, not quite totally sold on the fact that it could be an idea. Yeah. And one day, I mean, call it the universe, serendipity, whatever. This girl finds me on Facebook and messages me. And she's like, hey, my name is so-and-so. I was at my friend's house this weekend and she cooked up whatever bag of pancake mix you gave me. And I'm wondering where I can buy it from. And I was like, I don't know. This is what we're doing. This is what I'm doing. And Light bulb just, moment. <laughs> yeah. I totally made up some number because I was like, well, if I give her this many servings, a tub of protein is like 40 bucks. Yep. I'll do it. It's the same nutrition as a tub of protein. I was like, uh, 
you can come by my, this is so bad business. I was like, you can come by my apartment on Friday and I'll make you a tub and it's $40. And she's like, okay, what's your address? I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, so that's kind of how it started. And then uh, honestly, like one person led to two people, led to three people. So then I kind of started testing the waters and made, I was making my breakfast and I posted it on Instagram and People on Instagram started asking where they could buy it to the point there was probably a good three to four months. I didn't even have a website. People were wow. like, sending me, mm-hmm. yeah, PayPal, here's my address. Wow. And I'm like running to the post office every day. That's how it started. And I slowly was like doing training. I started cutting down the hours. I was doing like five to six clients a week while just figuring out how the heck you start a product line or an <laughs> line or anything like that. Like it was very stressful, but also like, it's just when you know, you feel the momentum that you're onto something. So that's how it all really came about. That's the fun part. I guess when you look back on it now, like even though it might've seemed so stressful, but how cool is that? That it just yeah was an idea that you acted on. I mean, you, it seemed like you had I don't think you knew what you were doing at the time, but you had a full on test group that tested it out and liked it. Right. Like, right. People used to ask like, so did you do any market research? I didn't even know what they were talking about. I was like, I don't, did. my, my clients like it. And here's how anybody that like tries to start a business. I was so naive. I had no idea what it entailed that I was like, okay, so from what Google says, I find a manufacturer. So I went to like this manufacturer that was local. And I was like, hi, my name is Ashley. I have this protein pancake recipe. I want to know if you can manufacture it for me and turn it into a product. And he legit laughed at me because he was like, how many of these are you selling right now? I was like, oh, I sold five last week. And he's like, so awesome. Five. Okay. Well, my minimums are like 50,000. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that's how this works. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Let me go talk to somebody else. But like, you don't know, that's how you figure it out. And they're like, yeah. okay, call this person. Maybe they can help you. But yeah, you just, it's the fun part. It's the whole ignorance is bliss where you don't mm. know better that you're just so naive to think that it could actually be something that you don't care how stupid you look doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the resiliency too. You know, I mm-hmm. find that that's the big difference between somebody who's successful and somebody who's not because it, you basically get like a hundred doors shut in your face, but it's that one door that, that opens up because you never yep. gave up on yourself and you never gave up on the, the vision. Yeah, that that's my mantra. I tell people and actually the other day I was talking to somebody that's kind of going through a hard time where they've been going through a lot of no's for a really long mm-hmm. time. And I know that feeling and it's that like crossroads where it's do I quit? Do I keep going? What do yeah. I do? And the mantra I always keep for myself is well, there's two is all it takes is one. You don't need every door to open. All you need is one. But also, if you just keep going, the right doors will open inevitably. Oh if you stop, they can't open at all. So oh, just keep that. going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Now through the evolution, how long has, um, abs been around now? Like how many, how many years now? Officially since 2015. So this is year, the start of year number seven. Yeah. I don't even count 2014 because that was, <laughs> that was like in my, that was weekend. your Craigslist year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was posted on Instagram, no website, not even sure what I was doing. I was not to go way back there. I was like buying plastic food saver bags and then printing labels off at Kinko's (laughs) and using that as my packaging because I just didn't know. Yeah, so I don't count 2014. 
Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase so I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. Now, through um, involving, through your business, do you, mm-hmm. now do you, I mean, you were the creative, you started this, but do you consider yourself a creative now or um, more of an integrator? It's so hard because I think I go through periods of both, Mm -hmm. uh, especially throughout the year. I've learned my patterns. You don't know your patterns like the first year or two. Um, but I've learned like, even right now, this time of the year for me is a very creative year where I'm just all like, what products Mm -hmm. can I create? How can I grow the business? Let's fit strategizing all that later on in the year is where I start to turn more into like the CEO, the integrator, less about the creation and like, all right, let's just close out this year on like a good part. Mm. Um, but yeah, I usually identify, I don't remember what the test is because you have the CEO, the entrepreneur and the creative in every business, the creative or the artist. I usually am like the artist and the entrepreneur. I'm not a CEO. I am a CEO, but I'm, that's not my personality. Like anything, <laughs> statistics, spreadsheets, tracking, oh, yeah. can't stand it. Same here. <laughs> yeah. You don't want a like, spreadsheet from me. <laughs> right. It'll slow me down. It slows down my momentum so yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your tips for somebody that has an idea or wants to start their own thing? Like they're you know, they might have a side hustle, but they really want to make it like their full-time gig, or they have this idea. What are some of your steps or tips for them to like, get it out there and actually just start? (laughs) Because a lot of people sit in their heads and they're just, they sit in their heads for so long and they don't actually put the action steps forward. What are some of your tips to get going there? Yeah. With ideas, I always, like I was saying, like, I like to let them sit for a little bit. I'm not talking months. I'm talking like a few weeks Mm -hmm. to make sure it's something that's sticking because I might have that idea one day. And then two days later, I'm like, no, that doesn't feel right. I don't want to do that. If it's something that keeps coming back, then I feel like that's your intuition. That's your inner GPS. It's guiding you to something to trust that. Once I have an idea or somebody has that idea that keeps coming back that you're like, I don't know, I really feel like this could be something. Then you start talking about it because here's the thing. And this is what I did that I, and over the years I've learned, once you start talking about it, it becomes scary, but it also becomes real because now you're talking about something that doesn't yet exist, almost validating it and like putting it out there in the universe for other people to give you feedback on when it's an idea in your head and on paper 
you're not really putting it out there. It's just with you. So if I'm working on something new and I'm really, really feeling it, I'll start talking to people about it because I mean, I'm all into like universal energies and things like that. But I believe like that brings it more and more to life because now you have other people that are participating in the conversation. I'm probably not the best person to take this advice from because I don't really take a ton of what other people give me in feedback mm. as much weight. But that's my personality. I tend to sit on ideas and strategies and I won't talk about it until I'm 100% confident in it because mm. I don't want anybody else's influence affecting my decisions. Um, but once you get to that point, you start talking about it, listen to the feedback you're getting. Like most people don't want to do that, but I would suggest like if it's a product line, like did they like it? Is it naturally evolving? Are you yeah. having to work really hard? Because I do think in the beginning of anything, and this isn't true as entrepreneurship and businesses go all the time, but in the beginning, if you're really, really trying and forcing and nothing is happening, my impression is that's usually a timing thing. Something timing wise is off because when mm. you have something new and exciting, like you're giving birth to it, that ball, the momentum usually just rolls on its yeah. own yeah. and you hit like yeah, you hit highs and lows throughout the business that you have to work through. But in the beginning, it tends to be a very flowing, natural process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're not having that, maybe take a step back, reevaluate, think about things a little bit more. But even from that point, when you have an idea, don't hesitate to go to people who have done it and start asking questions about yeah. it because yeah. I get, well, we both know Fitposium. Shout out to yeah. Fitposium. Yes. <laughs> I did a whole, um, when I did a talk there about how to take an idea and turn it into an actual product line, the question everybody always asks is, how do you even know where to start? Mm -hmm. you, you don't. Yeah. You, you have you to start. ask another expert who's been there and done that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was literally reaching out to people that had protein bars and protein powders and protein mm -hmm. snacks. And 90% mm -hmm. of them won't give you the time of day not because they're rude, but because most people don't actually do anything with the information. So it's like, if you're not going to listen and take action, I don't want to help yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. The ones who did though, helped me a lot because they explained the entire manufacturing process to me and what I, I didn't even know about UPC and barcodes and that, like, where do those come from? Those don't just come on the package. Like, no, you have to register for this. Your company has to fit the GS1. Problem. It's all the little things, right? Yeah. Right. And you would never know. If, unless you talk to somebody who's done it and that's, and that's yep. so key that you said, talk to the people that are in line with, you know, your product or your vision. Don't talk to people that have no clue about it, like your family. And then they're just going to derail you and probably frustrate you. And right. Think you're nuts. Yeah. Think it's like, oh, that's, and I heard that a lot too. It was always like, oh, that's cute. That's a cute idea. <laughs> I'm like, you don't hear me. This is going to be a big thing. And they're like, uh-huh, good luck. That's really cute. Your pancake thing. And like, it does, it frustrates you. But I mean, most people that are giving feedback, they're projecting their own fears and insecurities mm -hmm. anyway. So yeah, go to somebody who has been in your shoes, been in the arena and has built something from it. And they will tell you the truth and give you actual steps of like, all right, if you really want to do this, here's where you get your packaging. Here's how you find supply chain. Here's how you do fulfillment. Um, but yeah, don't, it's like the people that go to overweight personal trainers. I've never understood that. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not doing it in their yeah. life. Yeah. Don't listen to the advice they're giving you yeah. for your life. Yeah. 
yeah. you, you want to go, you want to go to somebody who's been successful in whatever you want, whatever the outcome you want. Right. Yeah. Did, did masterminds help you? Uh, like my husband and I are big believers in masterminds just for that community aspect. Um, you know, the, that extra motivation and, you know, checking in with the team, we've actually developed our own mastermind amongst um, a lot of our girls who want to become coaches. And I feel like it's mm. so key to surround yourself with the, with those like-minded people. What do you, what are your thoughts on masterminds? Do you belong to any, have you, has it sort of helped you get to that next level? Yeah. So I think it depends when I first got into the whole online business space in 2013, I was a part of a lot of masterminds mostly because I didn't know anything about the mm -hmm. online business. I didn't mm -hmm. know what affiliate marketing was, click-through rates, conversions, and it was super overwhelming. I wouldn't say that that necessarily did much for my business just because I moved in a totally different direction than yeah. the digital side of things. But I do believe 100% that having people somewhere in your life who are doing similar things is super valuable. And like, now it's not so much in such a structured format for me as I just have like two to four people that are way beyond where I'm at, but I'm working on getting to yeah. that. I'll reach out to them and we'll hop on a call like once a month or every other week. And I'm just like, Hey, I'm, I'm having some issues finding another manufacturer. Like, do you know anybody or do you have any recommendations? So I think in the beginning, I think it's super important because it helps you with the identity of becoming an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. need to be around other people that yeah. are doing that. Yeah. just to build your confidence somewhere along the line. And I think it's just completely normal. Once you have that, it's more just keeping those close, like-minded people in your yeah. inner circle and mentors. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Anything exciting that's coming down the pipelines that you want to share? Anything exciting? God, there's, I feel like I'm always <laughs> working on something. Um, I mean, right now my goal is really to just make abs a staple name in the nutrition world. And one of the biggest things that I'm working on right now is it's funny because I've pitched to sharks and I've been on national television and I have had my business like torn apart and looked at with a microscope. But now I'm learning how to do that with different things as an entrepreneur with like funding and capital and going to different investor networks because you've reached this point in the product space. It's a little bit di different in the digital space. But in the product space, you reach this point in your annual revenue where there's only so much that it can be self-funded yeah. before it's like, all right, we're here. But like, if we don't get some sort of investor or capital from this, this is where we're staying. You can't grow. Yeah. You right. need to hire new people. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're sort of at that level where you need help to get to that next level. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got, you need to order more inventory. Mm -hmm. You need a bigger team. You can't just keep, and I mean, you can, if that like, that's your biggest goal, but I mean, I don't like staying stagnant in anything. So that's the main thing I'm working on right now. There's a lot of products that I can't really talk about yet because they're in prototype. Um, that I'm, yeah, that I'm also working on. I'm really excited. It's, it's been an interesting journey. And I will say this to anybody that's trying to start a business or even in their fitness space. You go through so many lows that nobody talks about. And I wish more people talked about it because it's just like, and this is why fitness is so important in this. Fitness teaches you discipline, focus, yeah. resiliency. The days that the workouts are really hard are going to help you in your journey as an entrepreneur to get through the days that are really hard. Every day in your business, you're not going to feel like being in your business. Like mm -hmm. 
There's so much to that. And I feel I took like a solid two years of just completely stepping away from the business because I wasn't sure if I could do it anymore because I just hit that block over and over. But those are the things that nobody talks about. You just see like, oh, one highlight after another. You see all the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anybody who's in it, whether it's like a year, it's 10 years, 15 years, like what goes up will come down and what's down will come back up. Yeah. And this is where your discipline and the habits you develop in your workouts and fitness will translate and pull you out of those lows. It's, I mean, that's my, this is why I love it. And I love working with fitness entrepreneurs because they start to see it. They're like the best people. They're like, oh, actually, emotionally, I was stressed out before this workout because the business felt heavy. The workout feels heavy. And it's like, oh, and then what happens? You realize you're stronger than the weight. You're stronger than that heaviness. Now you're motivated again to get back to your business. Um, So that would be of anything. Just don't get discouraged if you're in a slump because it will turn around. Yeah, it's like anything. It's like starting your transformation journey, your fitness journey. Progress is not linear, right? It's up and down, it's up and down. As soon as you accept that, you can, you can go full force. As soon as you accept that your journey is not going to be perfect, you can go full force. And that there's so many like intertwines with fitness, with, you know, reaching your results through fitness and it translates into business, which I love just like the, yeah, well, uh, the blend of both. It's crazy. A trick that I do sometimes if I'm really stuck, I mean, like if I am just, the needle is not moving at all no matter what I try, which happens a lot, <laughs> right? Like I was in that for, I'm not even kidding you for like two and a half years. It was like every single Avenue I went that I just got to the point where I was like, maybe this is a sign. Maybe mm-hmm. I just can't do this. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not able to do this. The first thing I always do and people think I'm nuts, but it works. I will go find like the biggest, strongest dude at whatever gym there is, whether it's powerlifting, strongman, bodybuilding, CrossFit, Olymp- I don't care. You find the guy who is stronger than anybody else. And I will start working with him as in he starts training me. And I will only do this for like 12 weeks because I know he's going to push me harder than I've ever been pushed. Mm. I'm going to grow. It's going to push me past my physical limits. And in doing that, it's going to push me out of that block. And I'll do that sometimes for like three to four months, sometimes it's six months. But if I can't get something to move in one area, I'm like, all right, I'm setting to this side until I can break through this mental habit. And it scares me every time because these guys are, they are just not the same as women. They're very (laughs) like, tough it out. You need to just do it. I don't care. Do it. Right. (laughs) Push the weight up. I'm like, I can't. They're like, oh, really? Okay. We're going to make it heavier. Do it again. So, but I need that sometimes to be yeah. like, oh, I totally was like limiting myself and stuck in my head. And like, now that I'm growing in my workouts, all right, let's get back to business. I can do this. But like, it's a trick and people think they're like, I'm trying to fix my problem in like entrepreneurship or whatever. I'm like, go get a trainer, work with them and like explain that to them. They're not going to talk to you anything about business, but I guarantee you in three to four months, your business is going to move forward because you That's have awesome. moved forward. Yeah. That's great advice. I love that. I, I totally believe that. Just take your mind out of it. Focus on something else. Focus on a mm-hmm. new goal. That's awesome. And, and I always ask this at the end to my guests. What does the word strong mean to you? Strong to me. This is probably going to be a long answer. That's okay. <laughs> strong to me isn't what I used to think that it was. I'll start with that. You know, when, when I was in my 20s, 
strong to me was a woman who was just crushing it in every single area and like always perfectly put together and classy and like she just never broke you know mm-hmm. now after going through like what I've been through and as life continues to evolve, I think strong is having all the beautiful, broken, flawed pieces, putting them all together in the best package as you, and then owning that unapologetically in all areas of your life. That to me is strong. I love that. Your whole story is strong, right? Like the ups and the downs. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Where can people find you, Ashley? Uh, they can find me at abspancakes.com on Instagram. It's Ashley Drummonds. Um, and then it's also abs protein pancakes on Instagram as well. That's probably the two most active platforms I'm on. Amazing. Thank you yeah. so much for being here. I learned a lot from you. I know our, our listeners will too. And again, I really appreciate you taking the time and sitting down with me today. I'm yeah. excited to keep following your journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye, Ashley. Bye. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.